hey Ryan, I just got a text. Who from? I got a text from my friend Tanika. Oh, she uh, she just she is demanding, demanding more episodes. Give the people what they want. That's what I've never really said, but it you're works saying here. it now. I'm saying it now. All right, Tanika, here's another episode. The O F M. The O F M. The O F M. Mark has a little wiener. Have you addressed the wiener up? Yeah. Who writes this stuff? Are you guys lost like I am? It's like some intern at NBC News Channel writes this crap. Something is wrong here. The study's being published today in the Annals of Neurology. Illegal butt injections. I am never going back in the water. Stuff summer. Uh, you're listening to the OFM. Uh, this is a maybe weekly, probably a little bit less than weekly or more free than weekly. Form. Who knows? It's free form. We don't stick to any uh, goals or plans or schedules. Uh, this is a podcast uh, that talks about uh, stories from the past, the present, and the future. Uh, stories that... Interest us? Stories from the future. I like that. That's going to be good. (laughs) I don't know how we're going to do that episode. We'll see. Uh, Stories where someone at some point said, fuck, that's interesting. Um, And this week, uh, we're going to be talking about the biggest feat, uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, you've really enjoyed naming these episodes. I I, I I can see the the glint in your eye and the smile on your face right now. So last week's episode that we put out, uh, the JFK episode... Um, I uh, gleefully uh, let Ryan into my apartment uh, where we record the podcast and exclaimed, even before we talked about anything, that I'd had the best name for the podcast uh, that week, JFA, which I'm still reeling. I love it. Uh, And this week, I don't think the biggest feed is as strong as JFA, but I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Um, And, you know, like... We've encouraged people in the past to email us at ofmpodcast at gmail.com with uh, maybe stories or theories or anything that they find interesting that they want us to talk about. And now I'm throwing down a challenge. We will only talk about it if you give us a good episode name. Yeah. How yeah. about that? That's a good filter. You yeah. really need to like think about it for a minute before you submit your ideas, please. So, uh, so I mentioned Tanika at the top of this episode, uh, was texting us while we were recording the last episode saying that she was enjoying it and oh, wanted more episodes. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling, I'm spreading the word of the people. Uh, people love us. That's what I hear. Uh, and I asked her if she had any thoughts on, uh, on Bigfoot. <laughs> really, um, really getting, uh, pretty confident for what, four episodes in? <laughs> the yeah, people. The people love us. Um, she said, can't wait to meet the dude someday about, uh, Bigfoot. And then uh, said, thanks for the shout out and hashtag Sasquatch lives. So there we go. That's what Tanika Smith's uh, uh, takes on Bigfoot and Sasquatch are that she uh, she can't wait to meet him. Not that we want to disappoint her at all with the supposed existence. Or oh, yeah. We're going to talk shit of, about it the yes, entire sorry. way through this episode. Um, also, we should note this episode's probably going to be a bit shorter than the others. Um, but we'll see how we go. So if it's uh, if it's a little if it's a little bite-sized OFM, then um, you know, listen to it on the bus. I don't know. Where do people listen to these? I listen to them in the car. Yeah. I'd like to think some people take time out of their days to like just sit in a Zen state in the middle okay. of their living room and really the, the OS Zen. In. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with that. Cool. Well, if you are, <clears throat> if you are in some kind of Zen state, you're listening to the OFM. Oh God. <laughs> uh, so Ryan, um, over this past weekend, uh, I asked you what you were doing. Yeah. So, and how did you respond? Um, well, you know, I watched a shitty documentary on Netflix. What else do I do on my weekends? Well, I don't know. That's, not much. You're saying that, not, not me, much. Not but... much, yeah. <laughs> Look, um, yes, I saw a Bigfoot documentary 
on Netflix. It's fantastic. One star out of five. I was about to say, give us a quick star rating. Yep. One, one smackaroonie. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's one star and then like half of one of the points. So it's like one point one, I'm going to go. So it can't point, be clearly defined. Star. Yeah. It? yeah. It's, it's racking up about half an extra star. All right. Wildlife cameraman John Waters travels to the forests of, Pacific, of the Pacific Northwest in search of the elusive cryptozoological specimen known as Bigfoot, 1997, 49 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> so it's in 49 short, minutes... Say, is it a long short or a short long? Oh, it's a short long. It, it, well, it, it lasts longer and, than it really feels like it should, but yep. it doesn't get anywhere with what it's got. So, right. uh, so let's, it's, um, it's a time sink. Hit me with a brief outline of this film. Uh, that's a good question. It, uh, in attempts to define what's going on, I'm going to really struggle here, but he starts out, I don't know, he doesn't really explain what he's doing. He's this this British guy who kind of just wants to capture footage of Bigfoot in a couple of days. And he, so he goes over to the Northwest and meets a couple of people that are involved in searching for Bigfoot, kind of goes through a few conspiracy or like, uh, sorry, uh, goes through some of the main evidence um, and they show him kind of their work and then he goes out into the forest uh, and says, you know, let's go talk to some people that have seen it. Goes and meets some uh, loggers or something out in mm-hmm. the bush living in the caravan. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of explain that they've seen like wars between the Bigfoot clans or something. So really? this guy claims, yeah, there's battlegrounds. And then he's he just decides to kind of just figure he can spend a couple of days and hopefully I think it's only like one night where he says he'll go out and try to shoot them so he just goes into the forest film them you mean or try to film them yeah. right so the thing I really didn't understand was that he's making a documentary and yet he he's on the consistently goes on about the fact that he can't spend more than like a couple <laughs> of days out there it's like oh, that sounds it, rather yeah. convenient yeah um, and then you know for reasons entirely uh, predictable. He doesn't see it, mm-hmm. uh, and decides instead to try to create a hoax to see if people will believe him. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets some advice off these con- uh, these conspiracy theorists, these these uh, experts. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yeah, like kind of uh, what, what would you say? Uh, gets uh, prosthetics and gets a guy to dress up and then films it, and then I don't know, just kind of peters off. That's forty nine minutes right there. <laughs> Um, it's the. So I don't what, understand what, what the what point you're telling our was. dear and valued listeners to go and waste 49 minutes. Oh, of their life. it's great that and oh, there's great documentaries on Netflix. This included. Uh, you know what they should do? We should make this episode exactly 49 minutes so that you get a much more well-rounded. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, look at Bigfoot. Um, so yeah, so we decided uh, that we we do this week's episode of the OFM um, about everyone's favorite big-footed ape creature man boy boy thing caveman yeah. i don't know there's so many different terms uh yeti sasquatch yeah um and yeah so i you know you've always kind of heard about bigfoot yeah but i never really paid that much attention i think i've mentioned in like an earlier episode of this i used to frequent a um a, a book at the school library when i was in primary school that had uh, like uh, you were in deep. Yeah, I, well, I like didn't really Bermuda Triangle yeah. shit. And I mean, we were friends in primary school. I don't know you how you, you missed shit that secret. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, like all Bermuda Triangle and like yeah, Sasquatch and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, and you know, my memory's shocking anyway, so I don't really remember that much. You used to love um, 
Uh, goosebumps? Didn't you? Read? I was going to say you're going to throw me under the bus here. No. <laughs> um, I wasn't huge on goosebumps. So like my my friends were. I remember um, yeah, a couple of friends from high school were like massive on it, but I was always a bit of a pussy with that stuff. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was a massive pants with that. That <laughs> shit freaked me out. Probably would freak me out to this day. I just avoid <laughs> it. Um, yeah, but but yeah. So so these uh, big feet. So yep. they're like a. That's a, what I've actually since found out. The big feet is the plural yeah. of Bigfoot. There's more than one. Yeah. Um. So there's so there's like this ape population that exists mm-hmm. predominantly in the Pacific Northwest of yep. the U.S. So we're talking uh, sort of against um, the U.S. like uh, US, Washington, uh, U.S. and Canada, kind of like um, yeah, uh, borderline like yep. that area. Yeah. Mount Rainier, I think, is like a site yep. and a like uh, Yellowstone and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So they're they're potentially or allegedly an ape population of like two or three meter tall uh simians mm-hmm. so they're walking on two feet uh they're sighted as far back as what how long ago you reckon they're... i'm not going to name names but uh you and i both grew up with someone uh who is nicknamed yeti oh yeah uh, <laughs> so um we definitely know that they exist in the uh the outer eastern suburbs of melbourne yep uh well at least one emerald i think uh, yep <laughs> um but anyone that's listening who is our age and knows emerald will know who we're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> uh sidebar sorry uh pacific northwest yeah and like the yes okay so the so the most famous like footage would be that mm-hmm. Patterson Gimlin Gimli Gimlin yeah. film and, and it's, it, it's the everyone knows like it's uh, I, I want to do the action but I mean this is a uh, not a visual medium um, but you know everyone who's seen unfortunately any, yeah I know because <laughs> I'm swinging around in my chair yeah. doing it uh, everyone uh, anyone who's seen uh, any of the big bigfoot footage will know this one it's kind of like where what creek. what looks to be. Bigfoot or a man in a, a gorilla suit uh, is kind of like strutting through like a dry creek bed sort of lake thing and he's like looking over his shoulder doing a little bit of a uh, like a Zoolander kind of blue steel over his shoulder um, and then yeah it's just like really shaky grainy but it, when was it shot? Uh, it was shot in 19... oh 60s? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, we were talking uh, last week about um, Zapruder's uh, JFK film and was sort of getting into handheld Super 8 footage then. It's just, it's shaky, shitty footage of... 60s, man. 67. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's very famous footage, but... Yeah, yeah um, the in the documentary, they were talking about it and they were like, uh, the way it walks mm. uh, is not able... It, it wouldn't be human because... It bends its legs and doesn't straighten its legs out when it walks. So it's like, mm. oh, that's, you know, that's impossible for a human to ever be able to walk like that. But then, one, fucking yes, of course a human could do that. <laughs> Two, is that I could do it right now. Is that Here we go. Scientific look. theory. I'm doing it right now. Here we go. Uh, Welcome back. Maybe we are. Maybe we're going to start filming this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan just put on a gorilla suit and walked across the yeah, room. Yeah, it was very easy. It was very swift. And the other one point is that. Even that claim. Well, you look at the footage, and it's, it just looks like a normal human walking around. I, yeah. Well, uh, now, I, I, look, I'm not a now I'm not a now uh, locomotive expert or anything, but let's um, let's touch on 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 the, I guess, the theory shattering part of this. Uh, the the breasts on the suit. Oh yes, yeah. So uh, another main claim is that the uh, the ape or the the yeti. Uh, was as it turns around, it uh, kind of 
swings its breasts and that is impossible for, to, to reenact. Or Speak to, for yourself. You know, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's some pretty sophisticated technology yeah. if, it's, if it's a fake, apparently. I mean, we can... We can uh, oh, God, this is probably going to be another episode of the podcast, but, you know, we can send a man to the moon, but we can't recreate uh, breasts. Eight breasts. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, fair enough. Just okay. go to your local dress-up store. You'll see there's no apes with breasts. <laughs> there's no two apes. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the that's sort of the most famous. Yep. So that, that's the most famous one. And since then, there have been a heap of sightings. But apparently, uh, you know, in, it's in impossible. Yeah, it's impossible to get good footage. Uh, <laughs> shaky cams. Cameras are al- <laughs> cameras hate him. Scientists are allergic. Yeah, that's right. I, I've heard the best way to like avoid getting attacked by Bigfoot is to just walk around walk with a shitty <laughs> camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be set. They'll sound, stay away. Or, they always run away. It sounds pretty apt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, we all kind of know that one. Um, and through the little bit of research that I did on this, I mean, I usually research these topics a little bit further than I did this one. I stopped when I just came across a bunch of great listicles. Um, for instance, I've got one here from uh, theweek.com. I've never been to it before. Don't know if it's reputable. Don't know if it's not. Uh, that's not what I'm here to discuss. Uh, I'm here to discuss the listicle that they posted uh, they have nice fun. in March 2013. Uh, 11 crazy Bigfoot conspiracies. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, go, go, go on. Well, I mean, that's, that's yeah, sort yeah. of what I'm, what I'm basing my research off for this episode yeah. is, is, is um, well, they said it, 11 crazy Bigfoot theories. Fair enough. Um, along with, you know, what's, what's the guy, the footage of Patterson, Patterson Goblin or whatever? Gimlin. Gimlin. Yeah. I was close. Um, so... What did you take away from the the documentary that you watched? Well, okay, this is yeah, this is the funniest thing I kind of found when watching it was the ease with which they, uh, you know, when they couldn't get footage, their first idea was to create a hoax. Yeah, you know, I think that to me spoke volumes about like the validity of the of of you know Bigfoot. Yeah. Given like the guys trying to get footage and trying yeah. to be like all legit, because there were like some bits where they were quite like critical of what was going on, um, and you know like the the conspiracy theorist guys, the experts were pretty like skeptical about other hoaxes and other footage being hoax, which was surprising. Mm. Yeah, you actually said that the thing that surprised you most was how skeptical these conspiracy theorists yeah. were. They were like, "Oh no, we we believe in Bigfoot, but we also see." how we're yeah, probably I was, I was, full of shit. When I was watching, I was like, oh, wait a minute. You know, like, I feel like a bit hypocritical when they're, you know... Well, you know, for them to be sceptical, skeptical, you can't just go, oh, look, they're sceptical now. Yeah. But, you know, they're, yeah, they're yeah. a bit picky. Fine line. Anyway, but I just found that, like, the fact that the first thing they went to was to create a hoax yeah. when they couldn't get footage, which is, like, that spoke volumes too. That spoke volumes, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, like, I mean, we've all seen that footage and there's some stuff... Actually, strangely enough, we... We had the conversation about you watching the documentary and then we said, oh, we'll do an episode of the podcast about it. And then as I was doing research, uh, apparently two day- two days ago in the news, uh, someone in Wales uh, claims to have taken footage of a Yeti or, a, you know, I think huh. in, in that side of town, they're, they're known as Yetis. Um, and so I just thought it was a, like a really weird coincidence that we were going to talk about it, and there's literally been a sighting like a couple of days ago, allegedly. Nice. Uh I watched this footage. Have you seen this one yet? No, I haven't. It's again <laughs> uh, 4K. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the new Dragon 8K sensor yeah. uh, is there. Um, it's grainy. Uh, it's very 
right very sparse like i i totally see what they see but also it's like it's like phone mm, camera footage or something isn't it, it? literally could be anything <laughs> uh i mean yeah if you squint hard enough like those magic eye paintings it kind of looks like a gorilla um, but then like, oh, God, could equally know. be a fern. Yeah. And you know, you or... know what the thing that bugged me most about this was, uh, let me, I'll just get the verbatim of what they said. Um, uh, a man claims to have experienced a close encounter with a Yeti after coming across a gorilla, like, <clears throat> excuse me, a gorilla like creature in Welsh woodlands. Next sentence. Bigfoot enthusiast, Jason Parsons, 40, was on a hunt for the elusive beast in the woods near uh, Carafilly Mountain, north of Cardiff, when he experienced a surreal sighting, reports the Daily Star Online. So this is a guy who has gone out into the woods specifically to photograph Bigfoot or a Yeti or Big Feet uh, and does so, but the footage is so far away and so grainy and he didn't investigate it and didn't like go through the woods to see more and it's literally like one frame where you can maybe make out the shape of a gorilla. It's like I call fucking bullshit on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the uh there was a sighting uh by an army so up up in the Pacific North Northwest area. Yeah. So uh, like, I think you were saying earlier it was like Washington area or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, there was there was a kind of army exercise where there were detonating munitions or something in an mm-hmm. open field and and the army uh one of the officers kind of as they were driving off kind of looked around where they were about to detonate and looked and in this open clearing there were these two yeti mm-hmm. um and oh big feet and um yeah you know like as they were leaving he's <laughs> so kind I of like looked... that you just corrected yourself on the correct uh way to address yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this thing yeah, yeah grammatically correct. carry on i'll give him that much um and and so yeah he uh he saw these two Big feet just standing out in the clearing and then looked over his shoulder and then disappeared into the, you know, they went around the corner and you yeah. never saw them again. They're never like, no, they're never, they're, they're never just quick. Around. Yeah. Yeah. They're just quick sightings. And, but you know, he was like, oh, I, I would have called bullshit on it before, but I saw it. So okay, sorry, that's sorry. a weird thing. Like it's such a weird, you know, like with JFK conspiracy, mm-hmm. that kind of makes, it makes sense for people to want to construct some reality from that. But like, this is just like, you got, Nothing to... It's just an ape in the woods. Like, mm. why come up with something like that? Mm. Well, I mean, you know why? Um, you know, there's that thing, sorry, that all always, like, you know, they cite them, but there's never any body and, like, you can never, like, actually see them. Do you know why that is? Why? It's because the government are coming and collecting the bodies <laughs> with helicopters. Did you touch on this one when you <laughs> no. were looking? So, uh, the existence of the legendary Bigfoot is one of the world's greatest unsolved mysteries, but even after his reported death, he remains an enigma. Amid rumours a turkey hunter had shot and killed the 10-foot beast, uh, a resident in rural Pennsylvania called 911 and claimed he had evidence of the Sasquatch, uh, and that the Sasquatch was real after finding a huge footprint near his home. Now, hundreds of conspiracy theorists uh, have accused authorities of a cover-up after reports of military helicopters swooping on the area, possibly to to remove the Bigfoot's body, and the fact local police dismissed the footprint. Oh, sorry, and the fact that local police dismissed the footprints as a bear. Uh, Thomas Rogers, uh, who has followed reports of Bigfoot for 24 years, said, and I quote, "This stinks to high heaven," and I believe it went something like, "This stinks to high heaven." <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do that accent again. Uh, they clearly know something, uh, but they're keeping us in the dark with all the sightings we've had uh, and take them seriously. This is no different. Sadly for us, though, until a body is found, the question of where Bigfo- whether Bigfoot exists or not is still a mystery. Uh, yeah, so basically, 
this is actually not the not the only one I uh, read where military helicopters were accused of coming in and and picking up the bodies. There was mm-hmm. uh there was uh, let me just find through here. Uh, the government secretly removed burnt Sasquatch, cor- Sasquatch corpses from Mount St Helens after the 1980 eruption. Following the disaster, a few witnesses reported seeing federal helicopters carrying off the charred remains of several Sasquatches from the area. Prior to the eruption, Mount St. Helens had already been a hotspot for supposed ape men sightings since the 1920s. In fact, so many of these stories were recorded uh, that a nearby gorge was eventually named Ape Canyon. Uh-huh. There you go. So it's the helicopters. Yeah, nice. It's, yeah, that uh, makes sense. They're, they're taking them away. Yeah. I don't know why, but they're taking them away. Down to Area 51 or something. <laughs> Going to uh, hang out with the greys yeah. and the lizard peeps. And there it is. We've One got the, the lizard peeps into another episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just going to be consistent. Oh, yeah. Every episode is oh, going to yeah. include them somehow. Do you, know, uh, do you know what I also read? What did you also read? Bigfoot are lizard people. Oh, really? Big feet. <laughs> no, I didn't really. Oh, but no, but I let's, be let's start that. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's jump on the, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the Bigfoot subreddit. And yes, we just found that that exists. It has apparently 18,000 subscribers. What the fuck? 8,000, but that's still... Oh, sorry. <laughs> still I, ballpark. I redact my former statement. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's anyway. only 8,000. It's only 8, but yeah. that's still crazy. Uh, what's yeah. next for you? Uh, well, no. I One of the interesting things I saw was that there was this like proposed explanation mm-hmm. for who they were. Yeah. And there's this like um, relic population of uh, apes called Gigantopithecus. Of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. which... Is apparently like an extinct genus of ape that was around like ten million years ago, mm-hmm. um, around like China, India, and Vietnam. Yeah. Um, up to three meters tall and mm-hmm. weighing up to half a ton. Apes. How freaking scary is that? Well, I mean, Australia used to be. Um, I was going to say ruled. No, that's not ruled the word. by. They were ruled by giant giant uh, marsupials. Um, uh, what what do you call it? Um, megafauna used to. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a relatively well documented theory um that there used to be like you know like uh wombats the size of sort of semi-trailers and yeah in the news yesterday i think they were talking about like they'd found or something about crocodiles that were like these giant kind of they just had like yeah what what yeah, crocodiles huge, evolved like from. would make current crocodiles look tiny <laughs> and they'd drag like these megafauna into the river and stuff yeah. terrifying as if australia didn't have a reputation <laughs> for being like dangerous enough this is the good time to be here yeah evolutionary wise yeah everything's just small and we'll kill you yeah um, uh, and you were saying earlier, I don't know if it was in that documentary or it was just the stuff that you came across when you were researching. Um, who was the guy that, uh, thought uh, it was something to do with that he was, he was getting logs from the Yetis, like they were leaving in bark or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this guy that they kind of interviewed who lived in the, in the caravan out in the woods, of like he, he was did. like a hunter. Yeah. Um, and they went and interviewed him. Oh, he's a hunter. Him. It's all right. Yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he he said that like you know they asked him oh, have you ever seen a yeti before he's like yeah see him all the time yeah um, he was just <laughs> so, so cavalier yeah, yeah he was just like yeah I was kind of like he lives on this long road mm-hmm. and he's saying yeah I was just out one night and it was raining and I had my torch and I shined it out and I saw this big black shadow about a hundred yards away mm-hmm. um, and I kind of left it I locked my dogs inside I didn't like do one. anything yeah. um, and it left some bark on the side of my trailer just outside mm-hmm. which he took to be like 
a thank you gift from the from the ape people. Yeah, because apparently they'd learned that from Native American. Yeah, because apparently, so we said like in Native American culture, like yeah. when the when people are wandering around, they leave like a stone to show that they were there as thank you. Okay, um, and therefore um, that's something that these big feet would be able to do. And he also, yeah, and and the other thing was like he uh, he showed the narrator guy. Um, out into the forest where there were all these like trees that had been pulled apart mm-hmm. and he's like yeah this is where the different this is the two uh, where the two clans of big feet like their border is and they have these wars <laughs> and and he was like yeah uh, they would have been up in the trees and there's no way a human could have like snapped these trees like this and um, you can see here where he would have fallen and nearly like broken his ankle and he just goes off in this like tangent yeah, yeah this amazing like chain link of facts that somehow are tenuously linked uh, yeah i don't know and how. it's all just to do with some scuffs in the in the in the ground yeah yeah wow. um, yeah so apparently they uh leave gifts this guy knows heaps i don't know why he hasn't been speaking to other people before he, he knows he? that they leave gifts <laughs> how hairy is he he's he's, he's actually, hairy yeah he's, he's hairy. hairy yeah 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 he probably is he's uh yeah knows all this stuff and yet you know first we've ever heard of him well so. it's just like oh there's there's like, this is why we decided to do the episode like this, because there's so many theories that there's no point in, like, getting bogged down in just, like, one thing. Um, like, <laughs> like along with that guy who's like, oh, yeah, cool, that's fine. Like, they've got battlegrounds, and this is where they sign their treaties or whatever the fuck he was talking about. Um, there's this one person, uh, Texas veterinarian Melba S. Ketchum, uh, claimed last November to have proved via a Sasquatch DNA sample doesn't state where she got the sample, but uh, Sasquatch DNA sample that the legendary apes are partially human. She even went so far as to insist that the government recognise them as indigenous people and immediately protect their human and constitutional rights. Well, they're not like a major voting constituency, so I don't know why you'd have to pander to them electorally. Like, we're going to build a wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to have to be a big wall to keep the Sasquatch yeah. out. Um... Uh, another very popular uh, theory is that Bigfoot is really a caveman. Uh, so in 2007, Vancouver Island resident, excuse me, uh, Robin Robert Wilson uh, claimed to have only seen what I thought was a bear. I drive... Sorry. Uh, Wilson claimed to have seen what I thought was a bear. I drove down and saw what I could only describe as a large, hairy man who looked caveman-like with sort of Neanderthal features. Uh, as big as a bear, easily. Expanding on his claim, a 2011 History Channel documentary proposed that the Sasquatch might not be a giant ape at all, but could be a spe- uh, species of prehistoric human. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's another thing. Like, I mean, we're just talking about evolution then, and uh, and crocodiles are very obviously, um, or from my point of view, very obviously uh, an evolution of what you see as depictions of those kind of like prehistoric dinosaurs, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, maybe just somewhere along the line, some Neanderthal humans kind of just crept crept their way in and and kind of stuck it out in the woods, hunter gatherer style for centuries. Yeah, right. I think like one of the main scientific criticisms of it is the fact that like when you look at distributions of like apes and stuff, Mm. they're all in tropical areas, and like then there's this one population in Pacific Northwest that's this tiny enclave of one Bigfoot or multiple big feet that just kind of roam around. The biggest feet? It's just not, yeah. Uh, God, it's so dumb. (laughs) The man in a ghillie suit. Yeah. Uh, What else you got? Uh, Go see the documentary. (laughs) Um, I don't have much else. (laughs) What what was the Reddit? It was um, 
Uh, was it just Bigfoot? Yeah. All right. I'm going to ch- jump on that. All right. I'm going to keep going through these 11 uh, conspiracy theories. Um, uh, so Sasquatches occasionally sodomize domestic cows, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that one. So animal on animal bestiality is far from uncommon, apparently. Uh, accordingly, more than a few farmers... Sure, think- it's Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the farmer's like, yeah, it was Bigfoot. Cletus, come on. <laughs> uh, so accordingly, uh, more than a few farmers have claimed to have witnessed a male big feet, which is the plural of Bigfoot. This is where I learned that. Uh, getting intimate with some unfortunate bovines. Um, what a sight. Uh, Sasquatches also appear in the Bible, uh, apparently. A few modern creationists have argued that the giants briefly mentioned in the book of Genesis were actually big feet. Oh. Again, uh, it's quite a long bow to draw. Yep. Uh, hmm? Yep. Um, how about this one? 10% of Sasquatches might be gay. <laughs> might be. Oh. 10% of this creature that we don't know that exists might be gay. What evidence exactly exists for that, um, Tom? That 10% of uh, the Homo sapien population, uh, pop- population might be gay. So therefore... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Um, apparently days later... Uh, Who needs to make that conclusion? <laughs> so this is a crypt- cryptozoologist... What's that? Uh, like, well, I assume it's someone that, like, specialises in supernatural, like, creatures. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. So. Um, Lauren Coleman, L-O-R-E-N, Coleman, um, recalls having once lightheartedly wondered, wondered aloud uh, about uh, 10% of the Bigfoot population being gay. Days later, he was shocked to discover a slew of angry emails denouncing him for calling Bigfoot a homosexual. <laughs> So, uh, the old boys up in the hills who swear that uh, he exists also, maybe typically, are not happy that he's gay. <laughs> um, yeah, God, there's, there's so many. Um, the government captured a live Sasquatch in 1999, so uh, a number of simultaneous fires ravaged Battle Mountain in Nevada, uh, and an injured Bigfoot was supposedly spotted in the carnage before being whisked away by the government officials for treatment. Hmm. Maybe down in Area 51, like you said. Really um, yeah. But yeah, look, it's... I don't know. Not sure about this one. Oh. <laughs> we could be wrong. Well, like, it's okay. a large area. You know what? So, we've, we've mentioned on this podcast before that you and I are old friends. We grew up together uh, in the Dandenong Ranges outside of Melbourne. You know about the panther theory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's... Some... In, in that there's like a panther yeah. population wandering so, around. I don't know this exactly, and I'm just going to go from what I hear and what I heard growing up. But basically, the the popular, I guess, theory uh, amongst Hills kids, which is what we call ourselves, uh, is we're that really imaginative with our names. Panther uh, got loose at some point, and there did used to be a, um, a like a local zoo up in Mombok, which shut down like in the early '90s, um, and there was like lions and panthers and stuff there. The theory is that a panther got loose and now sort of lives around the back of Mombok, uh, sort of through the hills, like Fenny <laughs> Creek, all that area. And growing up as a kid, I was fucking convinced that it existed. And, like, I, I've convinced myself that I saw it a couple of times. But, you know, I probably didn't. In the but- theory's defense, like, there are some weird misplaced populations of animals up mm. there. Like, down the road from me, there's, yeah. like, a, there's like a llama the farm. Oh, yeah, and the and, emus? And the, uh, the emus, ostriches or yeah, whatever, right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, a couple of months ago, I was driving back home yeah. from here, I yeah. think, at, like, late at night. Uh, it was about 1 a.m. And I went around the corner from the patch school, like, that hairpin. Yeah, yeah, another one. Yeah. Um, and... 
on the corner, so like you know, mm-hmm. like a, head, a head foot away from my car yeah. was a giant like uh, deer, like oh, really? oh, yeah, antlers and everything. Because there's a um, uh, what are they called? A ven- venison. Yeah. What do they call the farms where they farm deer? Yeah, that, whatever Venice, it is, yeah. venison ranch. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they call it. Now. Meat factory. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So just this massive, like you know, it was full on the size of my car in terms of height, just kind of wandering around beside the road at mm. one a.m. on a Saturday night. Yeah. just pinging. It's not terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's not terrifying at all. That that was fucking the most freakish thing I think I've ever. Like, you just don't expect seeing a giant elk. That elk. That's what elk. it was. Oh, was it? oh yeah, elk. And yeah. like we used to get around Christmas time. Yeah. I'm going to go with Christmas time. Yeah. It was the school holidays in primary school. They would have like elk come out, like, or deer come out walking around on our front lawn, like just populations of deer out into the paddock and stuff. Yeah. I don't know just, where they came from. Yeah. So, I, you know, panther. It's, yeah. Well, I, it's not I, used that much to, I used to spend a lot of time as a kid just like wandering around. We've got a lot of um, like forest and bushland, like around the area where we grew up, as you know, um, a lot of creeks and stuff. Yeah. I used to wander around with like, you know, a little fucking slingshot thing and like little. You ever make pipe guns? Tom with Sawyer. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With like a uh, a rubber band. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. a rubber glove finger on it. You fire little like marbles and shit. Yeah. You yeah. said just do that because why not? What else are you going to do up there? Yeah. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, weren't there like... And yeah, I, 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 like, I remember as a kid just being like, oh, the fucking, the fucking panther's there. Like I was, I was like always so excited and like terrified of it. It probably doesn't exist. But like what I'm getting at is that like we don't live in areas where Sasquatches or Bigfoot yeah. uh, are said to exist. And therefore, I'm like, nah, that's bullshit. I call bullshit on it. But then, like, I grew up in an area where there was, like, this fucking panther that was running around yeah. in, you know, the outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne. And, I mean, there's, like... um, And I like, kind of believed it. There's also, like, indigenous myths about, like, bunyips or something. Yeah, They're bunyips the and yowies. In Australia, yeah. like... Yeah, is it, is it yowie? I know it used to be I know chocolate. they're a delicious chocolate treat. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they still exist. Yowie is one of several names given to the hominid uh, hominid uh, reputed to live in the Australian wilderness. The creature has its roots in Aboriginal history. Yeah, so yowie. And then I think bunyip is kind of a similar thing. Yeah. Um, large mythical creature, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think a, um, a bunyip's a bit more, like, animally. And then... What did we just say before? Yeah, yeah, it's more of a hominid, which yeah. is a human-animal hybrid. A hominid is like uh, any like bipedal kind of like human. Oh, so it walks onto yeah, legs. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, of like an ape family kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know where to go with this episode. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've wandered a bit, but <laughs> we this... totally wandered. Um, well, yeah, let's. Uh... <laughs> Here's another one. A female Bigfoot was used as a sex slave. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm noticing a thread here. <laughs> in 1962, a zoologist named Boris Pershnev... Um, it's quiet up there in them hills up in the Pacific Northwest. We get it, all right? ...heard and studied... No, this is in Russia. Oh, now, okay. I was going to make a correction about last week when I said don't go to Russia. My correction, correction is, if you're a Bigfoot, don't go to Russia, yeah. especially for female Bigfoot. Uh, uh, heard and studied the story of a ho- um, hominoid named Zena. Zena was a wild woman. Warrior princess? In parenthesis. <laughs> yes. Oh! Uh, was a... <laughs> that was my Zena noise. Um, Zena was a wild woman, in parentheses Bigfoot, uh, that was captured in Russia. She died sometime in the 1880s or 1890s and was believed to be buried outside the village of Tik. Tkina, T-K-H-I-N-A, in Russia. She was taken to a village where she was held captive until she became tame enough to do simple chores like a slave. 
She never learned to talk and only make uh, only making inarticulate sounds and mutterings. She was described as 6.6 feet tall, having black skin, and with her body being covered in a reddish-black hair. After being mated with many of the village men, she gave birth to four children. Whoa. Wait, what? Yep. Two males, two, me- two females that lived. The villagers took uh, the infants to raise them uh, when they realized that their previous children died because she was uh, she washed she'd washed them in ice cold water from the stream. So, so from what I can gather, they tame this Bigfoot. They teach her to do chores. Then she the does chores. The logical next step is yeah, she does chores. Uh, one of them being washed by infant children, and she washes them in ice cold water and kills the children. So therefore, they steal slash adopt the hybrid Bigfoot sex slave kids. Ah, that get back at her. Yeah, I'm going to educate your children and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> uh, since the remains can be found, permission was given to exhume the remains of Zayna's youngest son, Quit, K-H-W-I-T, which were dug up and studied by Igor Burtsev. Uh, reports of the study were published in 1987. I don't have any uh, information on that report, but... That one is particularly crazy because it sounds like there's some factual evidence there. The thing is, it was the 1880s and they, other than the hair, they're just describing like an African woman. Like they're just saying like a tall black lady Yeah. that was found in the woods in Russia. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not making any comparison here, but like if I'm going to be uh, logical, I'm going to say that these Russian people found maybe someone from Africa in the woods, not fucking Bigfoot. Like, it's... I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah, that It's is, really weird. Yeah. That could be taken the wrong way. I don't want people to take that the wrong uh, way. I think you know what I meant. A runaway Ottoman slave. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because... Well, I guess that makes more sense coming from the Ottoman Empire. Like, it's you know, yeah. a little bit more, like, closer. There you go. Anyway, there's there's so many theories. I uh, encourage people to uh, go and do a little bit of, of research themselves on uh, hominid uh, hybrid human animal ape creature things uh and maybe don't go and watch the documentary that you watched i don't know oh no watch it definitely watch it okay yeah it's great um we were talking earlier about what we're going to do on the next episode uh i think oh yeah we were going to talk about um espionage during the cold war yeah after the jfk thing um the episode that we did jfk uh we were discussing all the soviet involvement and the possible you know like links with uh, Oswald um, uh, being a Soviet spy and all that kind of stuff. And we thought, why not delve into some of the uh, the juicier sort of like Cold War spy stories. Yeah, and, yeah I get think all... there's a lot of material there. That, that is my favourite. Like, I love... Have you seen the movie Bridge of Spies? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't seen it That's yet. a fantastic movie. Okay. Yeah, really good. Um, it like looks pretty John from Lecar, the trailer. kind of spy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's my I like jam. Tinker Taylor. Yep. Um, that's yes. John Lecar, isn't it, yep. as well? Yeah. Yep. Great movie. Yeah. Um... Yeah, cool. So yeah, next week we're going uh, we're going to jump into uh, Russian spies. Yeah. By the sounds of it, I'm gonna have to think of a funny name. Hey, if uh, if you have a great name for the upcoming Russian spy episode of the OFM, please email the OFM no OFM podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, and hey, guess what, Ryan? What, Tom? I'm gonna be sitting on a fucking beach hey, for the next three weeks. I'm sick here. Uh, so we're beach pre-recording. <laughs> we're pre-recording uh, this episode, um, which will come out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but then, uh, come October, we're gonna be jumping back into it. So, send us an email. Tell us what you want to hear, and sooner rather than later, we will make it for you. And Tom, please stay away from 
Roger Duarte. <laughs> Roger is Rodrigo Ro- Duarte. Rodrigo? Okay. The Filipino president. Yes. I'm going to the Philippines if people hadn't gathered. Yeah. It's... Or I'm currently there right now and I may never come back. Yeah, please. Well, that's morbid if... Please, please. I really hope careful. that now that I've recorded this, this isn't going to Have a through. safe... Yeah, have a safe <laughs> Just trip. Just me knocking on the, uh, on the wood. Uh, thanks for listening. This is episode five of the OFM podcast. Cool. Bye. Bye.